the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Today's text is recorded in St. Luke chapter 1, where Luke introduces the childish priest Zechariah, who is serving in the temple. It was God-fearing Zechariah's turn to offer incense in the holy place. St. Luke records, Then an angel of the Lord appeared to him, standing at the right side of the altar of incense. When Zechariah saw him, he was startled and gripped with fear. But the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zechariah. Your prayer has been heard. Your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son, and you are to give him the name John. He will be a joy and delight to you, and many will rejoice because of his birth, for he will be great in the sight of the Lord. He is never to take wine or other fermented drink, and he will be filled with the Holy Spirit even from birth. Many of the people of Israel will he bring back to the Lord their God. And he will go on before the Lord in the spirit and power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the fathers to their children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the righteous to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. Zechariah asked the angel, How can I be sure of this? I am an old man and my wife is well along in years. The angel answered, I am Gabriel. I stand in the presence of God, and I have been sent to speak to you and to tell you this good news. And now you will be silent and not able to speak until the day this happens, because you did not believe my words, which will come true at their proper time. How can I be sure of this? So Zechariah repeats Satan's tried and true lie, the messenger of the Lord had just announced God's promises were coming true, a promise of salvation, a promise of redemption, a promise of deliverance, a promise of rescue, a promise of Satan's conqueror, and a fulfillment of promises God made through Isaiah and Malachi. The child born of Zechariah and Elizabeth would be the voice announcing that the fullness of God's promises was here. And how does Zechariah respond? How can I be sure of this? Give me a sign. How Satan hates God's promises. We see it in how we naturally respond to God's promises. His promises to answer our prayers. His promises that nowhere is he closer to us and nowhere else does he come to us except in his word of forgiveness and in his sacraments. His promises that he is coming again to judge the living and the dead and give eternal life to all believers in him. Oh, how Satan hates God's promises, but how he loves it when the promises of God that we hear with our ears seem to conflict with what we see with our eyes. How can I be sure of this, we ask. God makes a promise, and we fall into the sin of unbelief in that promise. We want some sign that it is true, that God will keep his word. We trust what we see rather than what God says. But the answer isn't to demand a sign. The answer isn't found in your heart, nor how you feel, nor what you see. It isn't even found when you can decisively determine that you really think God will do what he says. How can I be sure of this? The answer is God's promise. A promise kept in the fullness of time. 
a promise in the Word made flesh, the birth of whom we are preparing to celebrate, a promise kept in the way Jesus now comes to you in a whisper of forgiveness, a promise kept in the ongoing flood of the blessings of your baptism, a promise kept as you receive the very body and blood of the one born in Bethlehem and crucified under Pontius Pilate to save you. God's promises center in Jesus and point to Jesus and are all fulfilled in Jesus. God promised Zechariah and Elizabeth a son, a son who would prepare the way for God's own son. This Jesus came for you to save you. This Jesus now comes to you to save you. This Jesus will come again to save you. In Jesus' name, amen. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, you are the light that shines in the darkness of our world. On this day, when your church commemorates St. Lucia, we give you thanks your light would not be extinguished as she faced the darkness of horrible and bitter persecution. By your grace and power, your holy martyr triumphed over suffering and remained faithful unto death. As darkness surrounds us in these days, may we be found in the gracious light of your forgiveness that finally we dwell with you, who is our everlasting light and glory, who with the Father and the Spirit lives and reigns, one God, now and forever. Amen.